Chip, I, I want to throw a question at you first, just kind of looking at, you brought up the example of uh, what really was a demand shift um, in, you know, the, the cleaning supply market and the retail side. Um, and, you know, that raised some serious issues um, on the retail side, but not necessarily on, on the, um, on the you know, business side or commercial side. Um, as we, you know, get through this and, and you know, get further into um, the year and we start seeing flu season arrive and potential second or third wave of COVID, um, do you foresee any of those demand shifts happening again? Or, or do you think folks are better prepared now? Well, no, so I, it, it's a... That's a good question, Joe. I, our our view would be that um, the the face mask supply should be in good shape. The demand is more or less understood at this point, and and as people come out and go out more, the demand will probably continue to increase. There'll probably be some shifts to cloth masks and that sort of thing. But in general, that supply chain should be okay. Sanitizer dispensers, that, that's what will be in short supply. Um, eventually, enough dispensers will be placed. Um, you know, there's only so many places that, can, that they can be put in restaurants and clubs and hotels. So once they're in those places, then that supply problem will be fixed. Um, one area that, that we're looking at in Avendra and trying to make sure we stay ahead of is gloves. So... Um, gloves for food service are typically used quite a bit to prepare food and serve food. Um, our expectation is that gloves will uh, be used by more people. So, so people that don't typically wear them think of front desk people at hotels. Think of um, perhaps some of the some of the people that work in the pro shop at the club. That sort of thing will probably wear more gloves. So. Um, we don't. We don't think, as we sit here today, we think that there will be ample supply, uh, at least for Avenger customers. But that's an area that we're paying close attention to, try to develop alternate supply. Um, the, frankly, the dynamics with gloves are similar to face masks, where they're all, not all, but most are made sort of in one part of the world, and so it it it, it's, it can be a little bit tricky to. Um, that the lead times are long, visibility into what's going on with manufacturing can be a little challenging. And so, um, so if I had to pick one area where I said that's something that could be a problem, that's what I would say is gloves, but it's, it's not a problem as we don't think as we sit here today. Mm -hmm. Very good. Um, Corey, uh, a question for you um, as we wait for other questions to come in from our attendees. Um, what do you see on the operational side um, as being the biggest challenge for uh, for clubs? Yes, yeah, so I'm starting to hear that that they're going to be operating with less, right? So that puts a tremendous amount of pressure on employees working longer days. Um, so you know that's a bit of an issue, the labor front. That um, you know there are there are people reluctant, individuals reluctant to come back to more of that service element. So it's going to be important to see how that really takes shape because, you know, when you're working with less, you know, it ultimately gets into the service of that particular member. And then the trickle-down effect of, you know, those members are paying a lot of money to be serviced at the club. 
So it's going to be uh, interesting to see how the labor front really kind of takes shape over the next few months. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an interesting situation we're in, to be sure, uh, given the fact that, uh, you know, labor is, you know, in certain areas of operations have been in short supply for uh, quite some time. Um, so uh, I, I, I agree that that's going to be uh, probably a continuing situation. Um, Chip, maybe this is a, a good question for you to respond to. Um, a questioner asks, um, how is a vendor holding suppliers accountable um, for, for maintaining standards, um, even with the, you know, changing protocols in terms of deliveries, et cetera? Yeah, yep, I'll, no, that's a good question. So, so there's a couple things that, um, that Avengers done and, and, um, others may be doing the same thing. So, so in terms of, so one thing we've done is, is set expectations. So we issued a, a, uh, standards, uh, letter to our, to all of our suppliers, uh, when this first came out, just in terms of our expectations on, um, employee safety, um, inside their manufacturing facilities, but then also safety and cleanliness as the suppliers interact with our customers. And that, that had the, the things that you would expect it would have about temperature checks as employees show up. If anyone's not feeling well, send them home and make sure that they go see a doctor, um, wear face masks, wash hands, et cetera. So it had all those aspects. So we issued that and just basically said, this is our expectation with suppliers. We're, we're, about to issue an update to that with, you know, some of the new CDC guidelines. Um, so one, one piece is just setting the expectation with suppliers on what we think they should do. The other thing we've done is key distributors we've asked to collect and review their COVID policies, we're calling them, to make sure that what they're putting in place, and, and all our suppliers are, are almost every single one of them being proactive about it, so they do have a change in protocols in place, so we're asking to review those, and um, and we check those to make sure that they make sense to us, and if we have feedback, then we share that. Um, I think the last thing, too, is that, that, that the, the, the feedback loop that's always been in place with the vendor is still there, so if a, if a customer had a bad experience or if a distributor showed up and, and didn't have the right temperature, temperature controls, for example, then we would encourage uh, the customer to fair, to share the club to share that feedback. So either with um, Avendra's customer care line, and then that gets back to my team so we can address it, or with um, a field support person from Avendra. Um, the one thing that we that we typically have that we haven't been able to do because of the social distancing is we do have um, a team that that does what we call meet the audits. So that's that's uh, you know we 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 believe and trust but verify. So we trust that the suppliers are going to do a good job, but we verify it with surprise spot checks to make sure that the trucks are packed appropriately and safely, to make sure that the temperatures are what they should be, to make sure that the um, order was fulfilled the right way, et cetera. So because of the social distance, we haven't been able to perform that aspect of our business. Um, which admittedly we'd like to, but, but, but given the safety concerns, um, we're not able to, but we'll, but we'll get back into that, um, as appropriate. So the, those are some of the things that Venture does. Very good. Thank you, Chip. Um, Corey, another, another question I'll pose to you. Um, you, you mentioned uh, changing practices, um, in, in the, 
in the food service area, um, including sous vide, um, which uh, I, I use at home, and it's it's actually a wonderful pro- process. Um, it, the questioner mentions that it, it definitely saves space. Um, the sous vide does, um, but you need, and in some areas, a hazard analysis and critical control point plan. Um, could you expand on that um, in, in terms of what's needed there? Yeah, it's, it's, that's a great point that, uh, you know, there is a food safety element to that. So um, I'm not sure if it's consistent national, but, uh, you know, obviously by local jurisdiction, state by state, that there are some different requirements that need to be in place. Um, just because, you know, it, there could pose a food safety element there. Um, and, uh, you know, the proper containers and such have to be, uh, you know, in place to effectively, you know, uh, use sous vide. Um, so you may want to check in, uh, you know, locally uh, to what those uh, hazard analysis critical control points are so that you can put your plan together. Um, you know, there may be some assistance there that a vendor can, can help out with so that, uh, you know, if you want to contact us directly, we do have, you know, quality assurance department that could uh, or may even have uh, some points outlined that, uh, you know, we could provide in that realm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Thank you, Corey. Um, and, and Chip, uh, for uh, what was a great session today with uh, lots of valuable information.